So this is Hafthor Julius Björsson and you're uh, listening to uh, Stark Raven Matt. Make sure you will listen to all of it or I will crush your hat like this. and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I am the host, Mike Marbach, and this is the second part of our two-part Game of Thrones Season 5 wrap-up. Uh, if you were listening last week and missed the part about it being broken up into two parts, and we're wondering why we wouldn't actually cover some of the bigger moments of the season, uh, this is why. It was pretty, pretty long, so we broke it up into two parts. And this, as promised, is the back half, where we cover the events of King's Landing, Marine, and of course, uh, everything that happened at Castle Black, and uh, our thoughts about all of those things. Before we get into that, though, uh, very quickly, I'd like to say that we're having yet another contest, a contest where you can win any two Game of Thrones pint glasses. Uh, There's a bunch of houses available. You can choose from the Starks, or the Lannisters, or the Tyrells. Uh, the Greyjoys, uh, there's a bunch of houses available, though I haven't seen the Martells. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's available. All you have to do to win any two of your choice is to go to iTunes and rate and review Stark Raven Mad. This podcast you're listening to right now that you love so much, all you have to do is go to iTunes and rate and review us. And after you are done writing that review, uh, send us an email at srmpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at SRM Podcast, or just tweet at us. Let us know that you've that you've done this, and give us your um, uh, the name that you use for that review, uh, just so we can verify so uh, uh, and keep track of those things. And we will pick a winner on our July fifth podcast, which will be the SRM Awards podcast, um, where we're going to give awards such as Rookie of the Year, Asshole of the Year. Um, season MVP, and a bunch of really, really goofy awards as well. There's that to listen to, which is going to be pretty fun, but we'll also announce the winner within that podcast. Uh, Speaking of the SRM Awards, on Wednesday, uh, sometime Wednesday afternoon, I'm going to post the full list of the categories which will be covered in this podcast, so that way, if you'd like to, you can uh, submit your contender for that particular category, for any particular category, Um, just to kind of uh, give us your thoughts and why you feel that person should win said award. That's all I have. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Win those two pint glasses and continue listening. Thanks. All right. So <laughs> Sam, Sam, and Gil- <laughs> Sam and Gilly and Baby Sam are headed to Old Town. He's going to train to be a maester. Baby Sam has penis. Uh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Master Amon has died. Uh, John was made Lord Damn. Commander. Uh, there is Mutiny, uh, Ollie, uh, turns heel and, uh, stabs John along with the others. We're left to think that he is dead. Uh, so my thinking is that he is not dead. Mm -hmm. Um, now I, I've seen things around online that say that that's the opposite, that he is in fact dead. Um, but of course in my head now it's like, well, they're not lying. If he's going to be re- resurrected, they're not lying about that because uh, you have to die to be resurrected, right, guys? Great point. Um, point. So by them, by them standing firm to no, Jon Snow is dead. Yeah, he's dead. Um, so and even saying Jon Snow is not coming back. Which next could, season, it could, he's it could not be. Back. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're not going to see him at all next season. We didn't see um, Bran this season. Doesn't mean he's not coming back. I but, thought that was a good portent for this season. <laughs> it turned out to not yeah, be. Yeah, right. I would have loved to seen some Bran. Um, uh, maybe he did. What's oh yeah, any animal we saw, maybe he did. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe we did. Any crow um, or flying boy that you saw. How <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe even a dragon. Now, at the end of that episode, uh, it really does look like his eyes kind of change. I don't know if you guys have have watched this, but it really does look like his eyes uh, get lighter. 
Mm-hmm. They don't get blue. They they you know they they uh, don't turn red. You know, or glowing or anything yeah. like that. But they do get lighter, which could be a lighting thing. But it's it re- they get significantly lighter when you when you're watching it. Um, what what that means or whether it's just technical stuff, I don't know. Uh, but I do think he's going to be back. But the question for me is whether he's going to come back as a result of Melisandre, which would be extremely likely. Uh, I would think she at this point she there. just got there. Um, or if it's going to be uh, the Knights, the Knights King, because uh, th- there have been people that have been resurrected within the the walls of the Watch before, um, but they came back as whites. Maybe he's not. Maybe he. Maybe he will. Maybe he's not going mm-hmm. to. Uh, or the possibility that uh, the fire revives him when they when they burn him. The ah. only reason that they burned Aegon was because he was a Targaryen. And that's the traditional. But, wait, no, after. they burn everybody yeah. in the north. Oh well, now they do, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. John said everybody. like, because they do believe that it's but, not so, yeah. as if the men of the Night's Watch don't believe in the White Walkers because they've seen it. He's getting burned. Yeah. yeah. Um, if if he's not revived before uh, he gets burned, he's going. He's going to get burned. All those guys that did make it back from the from the Watch um, are going to be like no. No, uh, yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a little match on there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there. I, I do think he'll be back. Anybody else? I think no. I mean, I think there's just as good a chance uh, that you know he's his body gets thrown on. Um, Massage is there, and she's like, as they're like burning, she's like, oh yeah, and uh, blood do all this magic stuff. Hey, blood, do all this magic stuff, okay? <laughs> as, as you're burning, like, and it's like the leeches. Like he, it, his importance does not necessarily link to a resurrection or even his life. It really could just come down to uh, blood, because they've done all this other blood magic stuff and importance of blood. So you don't necessarily need him to have the ghost in the machine. Like, you just need the ghost. You don't really need the machine. It would be very disappointing if he doesn't come back. Yeah. Because he really hasn't Done it, and his death doesn't mean anything. Um, like you think about, like like we think about some of the deaths that have happened in the show, that either mean some, they either change somebody or they change circumstances. And like like Ned dying changed things. Rob dying changed things. Like Joffrey dying changed things. Oberyn dying changed things. Jon Snow dying doesn't do anything except to the viewers. Maybe Sam. So I, I just think it's a... I, I just think it's a... Um, it's just a waste of our time. If, if he, he died, like think about Like, think about if, if Arya died right now, we would... We, the audience, would care. But, like, what the fuck? Who cares in Westeros? She's already dead. To yeah, them. she's already dead to most people in Westeros. It's not like... So nothing changes. Mm-hmm. I would I would disagree that nothing changes for the Night's Watch with Jon Snow's death, because I think because right now we have wildlings galore on the wrong yeah. quote unquote right. wrong side right. of the the wall, and with his death, they have no advocate. They have no. And what's going to happen is if he is dead, there's going to be infighting, and then you have the defense on the wall significantly weakened. Um, and if, you know, if whites can then, with a, with a harsh winter come, then you'll have whites on the wrong side of the wall, even, possibly. Yeah. Um, so I think things can change for the worse if he does end up being dead. I think, though, uh, again, to kind of go with the spoon-feeding sense of this season, uh, the fact that they made it so obvious that Melisandre kind of turned cloak and came back to the wall, um... And we know that, uh, you know, the Red Priest can bring people back from the dead. Um, what I will say is I'm not so sure he's Azura Ahai. Yeah. Um, I am almost positive that's Danny. Yeah. I just uh, had uh, one related thought. Mm. Uh, Davos, Davos is at the wall. Mm-hmm. He has said many, many times that he hates, you know, he hates her, he, he, he wants her dead. Uh, she's now led Stannis into failure and, and possible death. 
Um, she's Bernshereen. Burn, yeah, she's Bernshereen. Uh, so, what maybe what could happen is pointing back to that moment that you talked about with Thoris of Mir, yeah. uh, where he just wanted the he did it, he just really wanted it to happen. He didn't want it because of um, the, he wanted the power or anything. He just wanted his friend back. I yeah. think is what what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with Melisandre being so kind of down in the dumps now too. Maybe she ends up giving her life uh, to save to save John, giving her kind of giving her life uh, after being maybe burned at the stake from Stannis in the Night's Watch or, or something uh, for for John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like they're burnt together or something. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and that was just, wait. Let's throw one more. Yeah, one. well, let's not waste <laughs> the wood. Yeah, 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 oh my god, <laughs> a nice little a nice little like uh, Melisandre walking on a beach with. The uh, what's it? What Rolor or whatever? Rolor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Rolor, holding hands. One set of footprints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be carrying you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I think he's coming back. Uh, but then it's like, what? This is getting way down the line because I mean, if he comes back, we don't know it's going to be next season, and it could be at the very end of next season. But if he comes back, I think that at that point, and we've discussed this too, he's got to be free of that that oath that to, that's holding mm-hmm. him to that wall interesting um, because it's you know un, until until death if his death happens he, he's back and probably during that time maybe they elect a new a new Lord Commander of the Night's Watch and I don't think that it's like uh, Slayers you know yeah. uh, where we're going to have uh, Buffy and Faith running around uh, so he then could very well be headed toward Winterfell I mean that's what we're wait, like we're, we've been waiting Five seasons for John to become a free agent. Yeah. And, to not and, and there's and this is like if you if, if getting stabbed to death by your peers doesn't make you a free agent, then he's <laughs> never going to leave the wall. Yeah. But if he if he does come back, he's gotta come back with some sort of power, uh, I would think. That he either just, he can't hold on uh, uh, that either he can't be killed very easily or or not, but even if he comes back, he's got to have the memories. I would think of what just happened, and so it would also seem odd for me, odd, odd to me, that he would still leave the wall, knowing what's coming, unless it's to go to uh, Winterfell and just take it back for allies, for for support, and that I can see, Mallory. Something that I feel is true about people who are resurrected and also uh, whites or White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Is that they when they come back, they don't have specific memories about who and what and what happened that wronged them. I think they have base, uh, you know, base motivations for what they're doing. Yeah, um, I think that like whatever they come back as, they have a soul purpose that they know deep down that is driving them but they don't exactly remember the circumstance like there's no nuance there it's just revenge or it's just revenge Mm -hmm. you know against whatever whatever happened that led to them being wronged you know that's not based on anything in the books that's just my that's just my feeling you know but you mean uh not just as whites but you're thinking like barrack yeah any like he either pretty, either pretty ice or yeah. fire. Anyone that comes back through that, I don't think that they are like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm going to, you know, right the wrongs that happened in my life. So, I think they are going to. Um, so Barrack was pretty normal, but he does say that every time he's yeah. a little bit less. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely something to that. And he was wrote back six times. Yeah. Not a good, great at what he does. <laughs> He's not a great yeah. fighter. I'd forgotten about him completely, yeah. and yeah. all this like talk is like, and I'm like, oh yeah, that guy like was a very bad fighter. Yeah, yeah like, he, he, got the, uh, he got the unlocked the Clegane achievement, <laughs> uh, getting killed by each. Um, yeah, and the mountain too. Um, that the mountain is brought back. He's brought back with a sole purpose. He's not brought back with the nuance that Cersei's a cunt. He's brought back to serve the Lannisters, you know? I also think that it, it's a matter of how people are brought back. I think, yeah. uh, I still think that Melisandre is a, 
kind of a false prophet playing with some you know, cheap and cheap and magics. Um, uh, Kyburn, Kyburn's a fucking mad scientist. Yeah. Um, whereas Thoros, I uh, keep going back to him. He seemed much more honest about the about things. Um, so I think it's it's how people are brought back. Well, do you think that Kyvern is is operating under secrecy because he's not following the faith of the Seven while he's doing this? Like the reason that he's in a basement doing seemingly science is because it is through a different religion other than the one that's accepted in King's Landing. Well, I mean, he was kicked out of the... Yeah. The Citadel? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because he was even for them, and they're not run by the Seven. They're like, you know, like straight mind, just like yeah. science types. Yeah, and yeah. He was just so into necromancy, basically. They were like, quit trying to bring it, back man. dead people. Quit fucking with dead people. Yeah. Well, there's the... Um, uh, Jack and Nagar uh, has uh, said it time and time that uh, in the show that uh, like you know, lives have to equal each other out. Mm-hmm. That uh, for every life there has to be a death, uh, willing to sacri- sacrifice at this point. So yeah, there is something maybe to be said about all these lives that are coming back without the other side of the balance being mm-hmm. being adjusted. And that's what I think next season is going to be. Like all the people we thought were dead this season. Back, back, back. Everybody lives. Uh, Jon Snow, alive. Stannis, alive. Sansa, alive. Shireen, yeah. Uh, Selyse. Oh. Um, and Amon and If you take Barrett your own and life, you don't get to come back. Yeah. We still, though... We still... We haven't seen the baptism scene in The Godfather yet on this show. We are... We have not lost characters the way we are going to lose character. And I, I base that on no knowledge except for just like we are in season five of a seven season arc. Things are going to get grim. Yeah. We're, go- we're going to have some big losses. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope that when they do come they are earned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff this season they're just kind of was was thrown at us, yeah. One thing I will say about the season as an overall tone is that I didn't cry at all. I didn't cry at all this season about anything. And usually this show makes me cry at least once a season because I'm very invested in the characters. I think the last time I like really cried and had like tear like tears streaming down my face was the mountain versus the viper. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew it was coming, it was so gruesome and terrible and heartbreaking. And this season, I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, that sucks. Or like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, all right. Yeah. It didn't affect me as deeply because of what we've been saying about how it wasn't earned. Mm-hmm. I'll say the one death I was most upset about probably this season was, I don't even know her name, and that's kind of upsetting, but the woman from Hardhome, who was, oh, like, yeah. on his side, yeah. and, like, the first to step forward. And then it turns out, like, her whole character premise was just like okay like she's like we've established she's a mom and that she's gonna die because like she's gotta face the undead kids did you say similar things oh yeah yeah uh i was looking really looking forward to her because she like anyone that's like ah fucking thins i'm like yeah i agree with your point of view yeah. um <laughs> it's fucking thins i was furious about that do we know her name did there was it ever established? i thought it was a very specific book character and i was like yes finally mm-hmm. she showed up Nope, that's not her. Or even if it was, once they didn't say her name, I was like, oh, maybe that's not her. Oh, no. And then once she said goodbye to her kids, I'm right behind you. I was like, god damn it. Like, why does this have to happen all the time? Like, introduce a great, badass female character who has a purpose and and is on the right side of things. And No, she's dead. And she, her hair was really cool, too. Yeah. Though she'll come back as a zombie. Oh, she's already back. Anything else on the uh, on the watch? Just it's so bafflingly dumb. It's so, such a baffling. I hate to say, it, but like bad writing. If it's to kill John, is then just to start a civil war with the wildlings who you did not have to let into the wall. You could have shot an arrow at John and said, "Well, this is where we're standing, and we're not letting all these people." In. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's yeah. like why do it, it, that doesn't make any sense. If you're yeah. planning on starting a war with Tormund, just don't let him in the first place. Because if we remember, this whole 
epic thing, the best part about last season was the fight on the wall to keep all those people out. Like, yeah. they did everything last season to keep them out, and then they let them walk through the door, and yeah. then said, well, we're, we're mad about this, John. We're gonna kill John over it? That is yeah. dumb. And and they're horribly outnumbered. Yeah. It, yes. it makes no sense. There's like 50 dudes at the wall, and there's... How many dudes 5, did they even bring back? About and that's 5, just who they brought back from hard home. Yes. And one giant. Um, that's not even the, the dudes giant. who... I guess nobody escaped, but I don't know. In the kerfuffle, maybe some dudes escaped and like, and like got out of there in time to walk to the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, regardless, they are vastly out outmanned. Uh, it was a very, 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 very poor decision on their part, and I don't see that. Uh, you know, maybe there's going to be some fighting, and then it's just going to be John appearing. Uh, another <laughs> stupid thing about this idea yeah. was if if. If Jon Snow has to die, why wouldn't he die at Hardhome? Yeah. Like, 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 if if, the, if it's just if it's just if it's just okay, Jon Snow's gonna die. Why bring him back from Hardhome? Because he has to tell Sam, Valyrian Steel kills these guys. He has. That's to, it. He has to be used as the thing and to move Sam the plot along. And give Sam permission to go yeah. to Old Town. Since they didn't write and anybody into that scene to watch that. I think it also had to be Alistair. There's been a lot of things this season, like, hey, this guy who you thought was a dick, maybe he's not so much of a dick. (laughs) Just kidding, he's a huge dick. Yeah, and has a huge dick. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to go on to Bravos, uh, which I don't know that this can take a lot of time, guys. Bravos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arya has reached the house of black and white, discovers that one of the guys is... I'm still not sure what I watched that last scene. (laughs) Uh, uh, is is Jagan Hagar. Uh, she's got to take out the Thin Man. She's getting uh, trained to be nobody, which is basically be a good liar uh, and, and wear faces. Um, and then she finds uh, Mace Tyrell and Marin Trent and then <laughs> goes completely off, uh, pulls, a, pulls a Brienne, uh, goes completely off, uh, off uh, mission and uh, kills Marin Trant First name on the list. Uh, good moment. Um, but uh, she gets in trouble for it when she tries to sneak that sneak that face back onto the wall. Very convenient uh, low shelf. Yeah, I might I add. <laughs> yeah, that had prime oh, location. Right here. She just took the first, the, the lowest female face she can grab. Um, I think it was the sorry, no, but I think it was the the girl, girl that he yeah. tricked first. Or, yeah. yeah. She but why is that get a? Why is it? How is that? How are these things stopped? Mm. If that's yeah. right there, that makes no sense. No idea. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it's like a pulley system, I don't know. I know. I was thinking <laughs> so, that. Like, all right, so uh, imagine, yeah, one um, of them wheeled ladders that go around in a library. library. Imagine <laughs> Harry Potter, but everything that happens in Hogwarts that is like them actually learning magic is boring. <laughs> imagine, like a lot of it is. Go ahead. Okay. Like, Hog- cool, cool. All right. So uh, Hogwarts. I'll see myself out. No. Um. <laughs> like, and and but also think of this. If guys, if somebody, if we were offered this, and said, "Hey, does anybody want to see a movie about um, that takes place at like a Jedi Academy?" Who's saying no to that? Because we're like, "Oh, this is cool. This is like somebody learning like uh, a deadly and magical art." Yeah, I think I trust the process. Um, I, like uh, I think Corinne said it a couple episodes back. We're watching somebody become a face-changing assassin, and it's boring. Yeah. How dare they? <laughs> well, you forget in Empire, they they cut to, uh, you know, y- uh, Yoda teaching him how to lift the stones, and they cut to the last stone being put on. Yeah. That scene would actually be pretty boring if we watched Luke <laughs> stand on his head and then one at a time lift stones, yeah. Yeah. and Yoda just quietly sit there, which is essentially what this was. Just yeah. like, huh? and another, oh, like we'd be like, oh, we get it. He can lift stones. That's kind of how they treated this. It's like, oh, okay, we get it. You have to put on a lot of faces. Oh, oh, you do have to clean the bodies before you take their faces off, I guess? (laughs) Yeah, that that was a a weird thing. Um, Yeah, it seemed like it was bad editing. Just not satisfying, not building enough tension, not Mm. focusing on the right shit. Yeah. There's this to consider, too. We like the Chicken the Guard character so much from the past seasons and then when he shows up we assume that it's him and I didn't think about this the last episode it might not be him yeah it might be just a guy that's also using that face so it, uh, 
now I might give this a pass just because oh it wasn't him it was just it was a shitty character with that face because yeah. yeah. everyone is him they all are everyone Which, and no one yeah. like I said I still don't know what really what happened, what happened in that in that last in that last scene and I'm even more confused by the whole face thing like does he have a twin brother how does he get that face onto him without her noticing how can they who died who has why is it why is it her face yeah. she's not dead who died. I think there's like a certain level where you could just like channel faces from like that altar place. Because yeah, I mean, obviously they don't have her face. You know? And they could just switch faces whenever they want yeah, out of so. the library. Just, yeah, a rotating thing. It's like the internet of faces. Right. And then yeah, you yeah. just log on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think Vulture had a great article about it where it was it was like the, it was the Gene Parmesan joke. <laughs> 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 oh, God. every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, all right, let's uh, talk about where we go from from here. I guess in Bravos. Yeah. Um, I was waiting for she's blind a while yeah. for her to be blind. Um, and there is book left in this storyline. It's gonna be cool. Can you imagine that though? That Arya was in nigh on every episode and we did not exhaust her plot. Right? With all that boring shit, we didn't exhaust her plot. Right? Like, why not just speed it along and get done and get to that point? We talk about this being a a ten episode uh, season with four episodes worth of content. Uh, Arya is one of the biggest culprits of just having no content. Some filler? Yeah, filler. I think it was was all built up to that last death. To the last, which was satisfying. Mm-hmm. That's all hell. Um, Who, Marin Trent? Yeah. Uh, well, and like not I mean, a because like he was on the list, which is like all right, nice, check off the list. But also like again, we find out he's like a real shitty guy. Also, so happens. Um, but yeah. <laughs> In case you forgot <laughs> who this is, he's also a terrible. To me, person, it's not so that satisfying anyway. because Arya didn't grow. She didn't change, and she. Like, the, her choice to kill Marin Trent, to me, is like an episode three thing that yeah. she then has to deal with the ramifications of the fact that she didn't change. Yeah. We don't get, we don't put us through an entire season and then have it be like, oh, I didn't change. It's like, okay, now you're punished. Like, that's not an arc. The pacing was no. off. The pacing was yeah. not done well. Yeah. Definitely should have been a much earlier episode. And if, if it happened and then we didn't see her for six uh, six or so episodes, I'm okay with that. And then in the last scene, it's her sneaking the face back to the to the um, uh, warehouse. Uh, and then we see her get blind. Right, I, I, it I, is going to be interesting. I wanted to make myself a Moscow mule today. And uh, <laughs> the grape juice tasted a little watery. Uh, that was one of one of your tweets that I really enjoyed, which was uh, Arya sneaking the liquor back into the cabinet once before Dad gets home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but let's also not forget the the one of the most joyous moments in all of Game of Thrones history, which is Mace Tyrell getting off that boat and taking a tour of Bravos, yeah. singing and having a uh, grand old time. Yeah, and the look on his face when uh, Tycho Nesteros says he doesn't drink wine. Just everything about that. And it's just a great amount. Apparently has no idea that his children are in jail. He's been on a boat for a while. No, his his no. children are in jail. Uh, his chaperone, let's call him a chaperone, uh, was just killed. Um, I don't know what, what he was able to refinance as far as the, the, the Lannister and King's Landing debt goes. Um, but, yeah, he's he's... Just wandering around right now, pretty much in the in the dark. He's going to literally come back into King's Landing with a mouthful of cake, walk into, him. <laughs> <laughs> walk into, into walk out into of the trial, mouth. and he's going to plop out. <laughs> uh, walk into the the small council, yeah. pull up a chair. Everybody's just sitting watching, uh, and then he's like, uh, "So, what did I miss?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish. What did I miss? Guys, I'm really sorry. I didn't get any money from Bravos, but I'm back now. <laughs> yeah. I do wish that they'd done the uh, Arya stuff. I think it's important to show, like, a progression of you're not ready, you're not ready, you're not ready. I think it would have been cool if they had just done one, and I know it's sacrificing an episode, but one crazy long, boring episode of just all Arya. Just do the entire thing, get it all in there, yeah. and then the episode three, to, to have him show up. Yeah, I'd that- take a full episode of, of, uh, of Mace Tyrell. 
Oh, I would uh, love that. You know what? I really that... want a scene of him going into that small council with like a bag, and it's a uh, like Bravo's uh, memorabilia. <laughs> so, uh, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all... there was a show. Uh, I don't know if you, if anybody besides Mike and I watched it, uh, Leftovers, that was on HBO. Yeah, I watched it. Um, and it, we Did you re- watch it. We really okay. hated it. We'll talk. Uh, we really hated it until they had a couple episodes in the middle of the season. Uh, I think season episode three was actually three. the first one. Uh, they had a couple episodes where instead of trying to follow four, five, six different storylines, they just did one episode with one character, and it was. And suddenly we were like we we didn't need to see him that much anymore, but we knew we knew what was going on. They did it with a couple characters throughout the season, and for something like Game of Thrones, where you have like these POV chapters and stuff like that, yeah. right. think of think of. Um, what that affords you if you like an, an episode like a boring episode with Arya like episode 2 3 4 would would have paid off tremendously yeah mm-hmm. and there are a couple other like uh, like, uh, like we should have had an Arya episode we should have had a Cersei episode yeah um maybe with flashbacks yeah maybe even maybe even uh this is going to sound weird but maybe a Sam episode that would be cool yeah mm-hmm. uh I just thought Maceiral, also another person who uh, schooled Stannis in war. So let's think of that, think about that. Let's put that in perspective. Yeah. Mace Tyrell <laughs> schooled <laughs> this master strategian, like kicked his ass, and the guy uh, is is a weeble. He's a weeble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's start getting through the rest of this because it's getting long. Uh, yeah. This is this has gotten long. Shoo. Uh, so let's go to King's Landing. We got the high. We got the sparrows running around. Uh, Loris and Marjorie in prison. Then Cersei's in prison after she kind of sicks the sparrows on them. Comes back to bite her. Uh, she does the walk of atonement after she uh, admits to um, sleeping with Lancel. Sleeping with Lancel, uh, and there was something else. I was, was that it? What? I think that's all. Okay, maybe that was it. In the book, there's so much more that she has to. Oh, um, the murder of Robert, because Lancel knows yeah. about that too. Yeah, uh, and uh, she does her atonement walk. Has to has to strip down. Arrives back at the back at the the keep, and is greeted by Kyburn and a uh, a, a, a creepy Pycelle, yeah. um, and the. Mountainstein, mm-hmm. uh, who's been who's been brought back, and what was his the name? Big purple face, Robert Strong. Robert so Strong. Robert Strong, Robert yeah. Strong. Uh, <laughs> is Strong a bastard name from uh, one of the um, from like King's Landing or something? Isn't Strong uh, one no. of the Storm uh, or uh, a lot of them? Are, yeah, a lot of them are like elemental based. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's or snow, snow, sand, flowers, rivers, storm, rivers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I also don't think can can bastards become knights? I don't think so. Probably not. I think this was Maybe it's this just a new a new thing he made up. This storyline was probably for me one of the the best handled yeah. uh, as far as time stuff goes. Like I think you had mentioned about Cersei, kind of uh, Mallory. You had mentioned. Um, Getting the books maybe do a little better job of getting in Cersei's head. As far as me as a viewer, I thought the the show did a great job. And when she finally breaks down and confesses, I I, I kind of bought that <laughs> she really, would do that. It's really all just that wig, that that stra- that like strangly hair, and like it. She just looks terrible, and you can tell Cersei's state of being by her hair. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. She's had a bad hair day, and she's just dirty and wearing that like shift dress, and it's the it's the worst we've ever seen Cersei because she's always gorgeous, and uh, yeah, I think they could have gone farther. I was really really happy that they shaved her head, even though it was a body double, you know, whatever. I was really really happy because I was afraid they were going to keep her hair, cover her boobs with her mermaid hair, <laughs> and uh, like not show her shame. Because that that's, was the point of that, is shame, ding-da-ding, shame. Have you ever known this show to cover boobs? <laughs> but it's Cersei, though. Like, <laughs> we haven't seen... I think this is the first time we've seen Cersei naked, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think she was We've never seen person. Marjorie naked. We only saw Danny naked in the first season, and then she changed her contract. We've never seen Sansa naked. 
They only show horrors naked. We we saw, saw, we've seen we Marjorie saw, naked. We've seen and we've seen Danny naked. Oh. She came out of a bathtub. Either no, that's the first season, season, though, and after that, she was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Really? Yeah. 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 It's just in my head. That's why, <laughs> that's why when she yeah. went into yeah. it's the... Just, uh, yeah, it's just your internet. <laughs> any other thoughts? <laughs> any other thoughts about the... the Maybe maybe the way that I'm trying to keep it less about a recap of uh, of the nudity. I'm not sure. Well, not necessarily of just the nudity, but of what happened a in the plus, final episode. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but like the storyline in general and where it might mm. might go. Uh, yeah, I mean they did a great job. I mean, pacing wise with the uh, uh, the sparrow. I feel like I really care about him as a, as a character. Yeah. I, I, like and and that doesn't mean like I'm rooting for him. It just means that mm-hmm. I'm I'm invested. I'm invested in him as a character and as a as a player, yeah. uh, and it's it's uh, done a great job of, of forcing. I, th- I think now Cersei's somehow bafflingly going to do exactly what Cersei would have been doing otherwise, which is just crushing people. And now we're going to be rooting for her to do it. So yeah. they really did a great job of like making Cersei a yep. a big protagonist. All these moves that Cersei was doing, no matter what, and we always saw her as an antagonist. Now she's a protagonist, and now we're going to be rooting for the Mountain to be Sir Robert Strong to be yeah. crushing things. She went from Sid Vicious to Sid Justice. Ooh, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one thing, and this actually has not very little to do with. Uh, well, it has a lot to do with Cersei, but it has very little to do with King's Landing at this point. Is that I, I'm a little disappointed that um, that Tommen is the last of her children to die. I understand oh, why because he's... he's the baby and he's king, but um, I just thought it was would have been much more interesting uh, to get Marcella back into King's Landing, know that there's this prophecy, know that you have one kid left. Like that's a, that's something that I'm thinking about. Is like when we get. Next season, Cersei will know that she has one kid left and that this prophecy is coming true. And we talk about somebody going unhinged and somebody who's about to do whatever it takes to A, get revenge, and B, protect their family. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, Marjorie and Loras are still in are jail. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're not. But, uh, uh, well, whatever is happening, we haven't seen them in four episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's just, like, all this stuff that has not yet quite come to a head that's going to be really interesting I think next season we're definitely going to see um, Tyrell's the the family uh, and the army the army of the Tyrell's of Highgarden um, the who was it what's his name Randall Randall Tar- uh, Tarly who Red also fights, uh, yeah, yeah, fights for them so I think we're going to see that I think that's another area where um uh, Peter Peter Baelish hmm. can come in. Um, he can get he can get called in to uh, try and uh, help out. So this could be an opportunity for uh, Peter Baelish to come in with the Knights of the Vale, along with uh, the Tyrell and the the armies of Highgarden, and just clean out clean out the sparrows. And that needs to happen because that was a really 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 stupid thing on the High Sparrows part to allow her to go back. That was so dumb. Yeah. I just I mean we're at a book in this storyline too and I just don't know what's going to happen and it's very frustrating um, and I also like it, it does seem like a reset in a way like oh these characters have gone through this much did it matter? I don't know did it just fill up time? I don't know yeah now I think it's cool because I think uh, I think that uh uh, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I, th- I think Cersei's now uh, a player in the end game, which is cool. And I never yes. thought that before, and now I do. Now I think that something, whatever with the walkers and the ice and the fire, Cersei's a player in that. I do think that if anything, what this is going to have an effect on is Tommen. And even if he is going to die, which he is, he's going to do some cool shit before he dies. Because this oh, whole sorry. season, he was doing nothing. <laughs> he's fucking Fredo Corleone, snooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see Tommen doing anything. Um, Maybe riding, but then if he dies, it, everyone, it's just going to be so pathetic. Like he's yeah. got to do, he's got to stand up for himself or Marjorie at some point to be redeemable and not a waste of time or die trying and yeah. I think that is probably going to be how it goes you think he'll pro- he'll finally stand up and then it doesn't mountain be- it doesn't matter because the mountain's just going to cut him in half cut 
uh, common in half. The mountain? Like he stands up to his mom and the mountain's very confused <laughs> yeah. about him. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My <Yeah>. enemy. <laughs> he said uh, he wouldn't talk. I think in terms of Cersei, <laughs> uh, I know the Walk of Atonement is like a very low point for her as a character. I think it highlights how much of a schemer, and I think she is a really big picture thinker, because she knows taking this hit and confessing to the things that this guy can prove and to get a lesser sentence, um, she can be a player in the end game. You know, she can do this walk, she can be in her safe place um, by not uh, admitting that, that her children are, you know, the spawn of incest, can stay in a place of power. And now she's in a place where, you know, she took a hit, but in the long run, she's going to come out on top. Because she's a schemer and she is her father's daughter. Of all the children, she got the Lannister genes. That's a lot in her inner monologue, too. She's like, it's not Jamie, it's me. Absolutely. It was never Jamie who had the who had um, Tywin as a, as a huge influence. It's me. I'm the warrior, but I'm a woman. I was born into a woman's body. Well, Tywin, yeah, Tywin says in the show, if only you were born a man. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's absolutely true. I think she is him in woman form. Do we think she's going to... That there's going to be a trial? By combat. Mm. Yeah. You got that big boy? We've had too many trial by, yeah. by combats to not have a trial by combat. Yeah. I love that meme with... Uh, uh, Tyrion saying, I demand the trial by combat, and then it's like the other side is Ned Stark. You could do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, poor Ned Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, like at this point, it would be it would be ridiculous for anybody to be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, we're gonna take I'm this gonna one based on its merits. Yeah. It's basically uh, Family Feud. We pass or play. Who's ever gonna pass? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody God, always I just, plays. I just don't I'll know. take the physical challenge. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know if I top ten breakfast foods. Mm. No. <laughs> Are you <laughs> thinking in America's head? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? You, you, you uh, pulled how many people? No. Not all right. Uh, let's, let's, let's move on just to wrap this up. Uh, Marine, uh, Varys and Tyrion headed to Marine. Uh, Tyrion gets kidnapped by Jorah. Um, uh, Jorah gets turned away once again after he, he takes Tyrion uh, uh, to Marine, presents her in the fighting, presents him in the fighting pit. Uh, he gets turned away and then uh, fights again. Uh, there's the big battle with uh, the Sons of the Harpy. Uh, Barristan Selmy gets killed. Um, she rides a dragon uh, and gets surrounded by Dothraki. And now we're left with uh, Tyrion, uh, Sandy, and uh, Grey Worm, Grey Worm leading, <laughs> leading Marine. Uh, with who was it? Dario and Jura headed looking for for uh, Daenerys. Daenerys. So how how did you feel about this overall storyline this season? I thought it was pretty strong. Yeah, strong. Uh, stronger than Dorne for sure. Stronger than Dorne. Stronger than Bravos. She has too big a crew that is too great, and that makes me sad because it's the best crew. In mm. the whole show, it's got the dopest squad, and but it's it's too big. <laughs> yeah, it's too big. So that means so when we talk about the the big rain coming, it's going to come in that group, and that makes me sad. We already and it, 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 you already feel it because I did, I hated Barris and Selmy. Really? I hated him, and I was crushed. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Barris and Selmy is already by being part of that crew better than everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it's fun. I. I'm not a huge fan of Marine. I like the characters. I like their interactions. And I wish that we could just move them forward. That's where I, I feel. I wish that we weren't stuck in this place that I don't have any investment in. I wish we could just... Local mo- politics. Yeah, local politics. I wish we could just move all these characters that I really like. I wish we could move them forward. And every time somebody new comes into that area, they say the same thing. They're like, why, why don't we just leave this place? Like, Tyrion comes in like, why... Uh, um, well, actually, he says the opposite. Finally, yeah. to yeah. her, it's like, um, why would you? Why would you leave here? Mm-hmm. It seems to be things seem to be going pretty well, but everybody else was like, "Come on, let's just uh, jump in the car and, and head out." Yeah, it's not um, that easy. Look at Iraq. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, anybody else? <laughs> oh. Topical. Yeah, um, I think stuff. after uh, like la- all of last season, like her being there, not doing anything, it was satisfying for her to get some stuff done. Uh, people had to die. I was definitely really upset about Barrison. Yeah. Um, because I really like him. Uh, I also was um, talking about his daughter Lorik, and I guess we don't know if he's really dead or if it was like a fake death. I think it's fake death. Um, it has to be. Mm. It has to be, right? Because he comes in all shady, and he's like, oh, I just had to take care of something. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets stabbed in the belly with, like, a Halloween... Yeah, with a glow uh, stick. Halloween store <laughs> knife. Um, and then we never see him again. And we know? also don't know anything about him. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that one of the downfalls of this is that um, there's not enough information about us to even feel one way or another about him, to be super suspicious of him or to be like, oh, maybe he's a good guy, but maybe he has a dark underside, you know? Mm -hmm. He just seems like a pathetic dude, and he doesn't 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 look anything like I pictured him in the books. Aww. Uh, We we know he speaks for the trees. Yeah, that's what we know. (laughs) He speaks for the trees. Um, I just thought he would be he just looks like a regular fucking dude and like it doesn't seem like um, he just doesn't seem as important as he should be I think that one of my biggest issues with this storyline has been that they've made the Sons of the Harpy seem like the Unsullied and they made the Unsullied seem like I would expect the Sons of the Harpy to be Hmm. Um, he made the Unsullied look like what I imagined Beetle Bailey's regiment was like (laughs) got too many naps in Uh, I mean, Sons of the Harpy are terrifying, though. They did that's the best thing yeah. that the show has ever done. Yeah. The tension of the Sons of the Harpy. I am scared every single time. Yeah, <laughs> terrified. Yeah. yeah, but you also the way that they spent a whole season building up the Unsullied. Yeah, and how how badass they were. And now every time we see them against each other, they're vastly outnumbered. Yeah. and Sons of the Harpy are are a company. They're they're cell swords, and the Unsullied are an army. Like, it shouldn't... It it, it, it feels... And there but, was at least 8,000 of them. We know that much. Yeah, and it makes it does serve the purpose of making us terrified every time we see those fucking masks. But it's also, I mean, like, and he draws some history. Like, it's like a adjunct court. Like, you always have... If you have uh, even a small number of people, but with a better weapon for the thing, you can just massacre them. Yeah. And they're very... We've said that weeks ago, that the Unsullied are built to be in, like, a, a phalanx, and, like, they're built to be, like, on the... On the uh, and they're out of their element. They're, yeah, the British, they're the British Army in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. 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 Uh, you would think that, like, in the middle of the fighting pit, that would be their prime formation. Oh, yeah, that's true. But they, they, they were not. Also, I know I complain about this the most. Danny's relationship with Dario Naharis is the most inexplicable thing on the show. If anyone's is penis, a fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, he's a If they should show anyone's penis, boner. it should be his. Because it should be gigantic and, like... He is a like, human boner. He glistening. adds nothing to anything. I hate him. <laughs> and I, and, I, 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 and I, I hate doing, like, the in-the-book thing, but in-the-book thing, in-the-book, <laughs> you can kind of... You at, you at least understand it. You understand it a little bit better, and but the show has none of those elements. It and yo, know, and the guy who plays Dario, I'll fight you. <laughs> He's a listener. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, David Danella saying it right now. All right, don't use my last name. Jesus Christ! Couple quick things. <laughs> I said it before. Couple yeah, quick yeah, things yeah. about where this is. Uh, where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to end up at the wall. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why not? I, so. uh, I still think, well, I mean, one of the things we said that was going to happen was Barris is back, mm. too. Oh, uh, yeah. That he was, was going to get there. Um, back. That was one of my Stone Cold locks. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, he, he, he appeared. So it's actually Barris and Tyrion who are kind of governing governing this, which is, which is pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Um, so and Sandy and Grey Worm just pushed to the side. Well, I, they're not. You guys they're just the the voices for for Tyrion and, and Varys because mm-hmm. um, Tyrion he's kind of like the man behind the curtain uh, for this whole thing. Uh, they're just the face and the voice. Um, 
Jora, I still think. Uh, I mean, I guess they're gonna find him, but I still think he's gonna end up in in old Valeria, and and on a on a fact finding mission for uh, Valerian steel swords, because <laughs> um, uh, he's already got he's already got the uh, got the grayscale, so he doesn't have to risk that. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, we got the Dothraki. I don't know how that's really gonna play out. Uh, what do you guys? What do you What do you think? Um, well, in terms of um, Tyrion and Varys kind of running the show. Uh, I know a complaint about Marine was you know a lot of local politics. I'm actually excited for them to get into those local politics because yeah, they're if gonna. There's anyone to do it. It's it. them. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna play the game like Danny never could, um, which is great because Danny was like a very passive you know ruler. Like things just happened to her and she would deal with the aftermath. I'm excited for them to like you know. I know it's weird, but like gather information and actually play the game of Thrones. Ah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's going to be uh, a nice breath of fresh air in the Marine storyline. Um, yeah, that's right. I imagine that's going the Dothraki thing. I have no idea. It's also uh, like did Danny got Danny secretly got the Jon Snow treatment, which is like uh, based on what we know about this person, what we know about their character. Like, what what makes us believe that she would? leave Marine. But and then and then the show gave us this very this way to be like, okay, well now we know now now she can leave Marine because mm-hmm. she had to. You know, Jon Snow can leave the wall now because they killed him. Yeah. Um so I thought that was uh a cool. Yeah, and um, if she gets this uh, if she gets the dragon under control, uh if she gets Drogon under control, we know that preteen. she can that she can leave Anytime she wants, yeah. uh, she doesn't have to go with everybody. She can kind of just do some flybys, uh, different places, kind of get a, a lay of the land, and then just scoot, scoot back. Yeah. So that's neat mm-hmm. if she can get him under control, which I guess is going to be part of this season. Is her just kind of getting a handle on things? Um, oh man, I have a prediction, if I may. Yes, you may. Um, I'd say, based on the Dothraki relationship with horses and horsemanship, uh, I bet you she takes a lot of the principles from, you know, you know, you gotta like break in a a wild stallion and applies a lot of that to dragon riding. Oh, and they make her a saddle. Yeah, definitely make her a Dothraki saddle. Why am I so excited for that? But it's gonna (laughs) be it's gonna be it's gonna be badass because it's gonna be on a dragon. but that is probably the biggest thing yeah. that the Rockies oh, are Oh, and just think her. of her back being Khaleesi. Mm. Everybody else right? is riding horses and she's riding a dragon. Right? Yeah, I was, I was thinking something similar. Like, um, you know, it's going to take her an episode or two. I don't even remember exactly what happened with the Dothraki, but they don't like her at this point. And so she has to bring them back over to her side and then I have a feeling some elder or something is going to come in. She's not going to trust him at first because of Mary Mazdur. And then, like, they're going to they're gonna become BFFs. And then that is going to be the way to, like, really get control of this dragon. Because that's really what Danny needs at this point is to mm-hmm. control her fucking kids. Yeah. Well, what she needs, I think, if, if like, maybe going a bit broader than that is, um, I think Danny's the one that needs the spirit spiritual awakening. She's the one that needs the Yoda yeah. right now. And I feel like the Dothraki is a good way into that, where she, yeah. she needs to find out. Yeah. Right. Danny hasn't... I mean, she's gone through stuff, but she hasn't gone through anything as devastating as all the other major players have, as of yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bring that end of things to a close, uh, because we're gonna talk even more about some of this stuff throughout this uh, off-season over the next 42 weeks, I think it was, um, with different episodes like the one we'll be doing in a few weeks, uh, which is kind of going over the Stark Raven Mad Awards. Uh, yeah, because we're, we're going to pepper in some silly ones along yeah. with... What were some of the some of the awards we're going to give out? Oh, uh, well... Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, of course. Uh, what, what, some of those... Some of, uh, I, I wish we I had, had I wish the, I had the list. We had the You Pussy Award from yeah. last year. Yeah, we'll yeah. be coming back. The best, Bad Pussy bad Award. Pussy. No. Oh, Bad Pussy Award is a new one, but it's there. Best Baker, I think, was one of uh, them. Yeah, Best Baker. Some of them That's... are clearly targeted at specific people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have a bunch of awards we're going to we're gonna hand out. We're going to argue, uh, although uh, David and I will have the correct answers. Yes. Uh, don't, so don't worry about that. We have the answers. Yeah, we, we got right it covered. Ones. 
Um, so now I just want to go through, uh, we'll start with myself, um, and that is just winners and losers, who you feel the winner and loser of the season is. Uh, the loser of the season, I would say, uh, I'm not going to go, the viewers, um, because it's still a great show. Um, great. But... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my answer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the loser is Stannis, um, because, damn... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you can lose. There, there was nothing more for him to lose. To to use that expression, he had nothing left to lose. Um, he he did everything that he did. So he's my he's my loser. My winner teased it a little bit earlier. Teased it last week. Mace Tyrell uh, <laughs> because he nothing nothing bad. I mean, he does, to his knowledge, nothing. Everything's fine. Uh, he doesn't know that his wife, or his yeah, um, his 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 wife can't get his uh, uh, kids out of out of jail or his grand grandkids out of jail. Um, he, he doesn't know that his chaperone's dead. He's he's on vacation in, in Bravos. Uh, he got a promotion mm-hmm. uh, this season. To he was happy to get what master of coin. So he's kind of oblivious to all this to the misfortune that is actually surrounding him. Uh, and I love it. Next. Uh, uh, my loser is going to be Sansa. Uh, I feel like uh, if we believe in the multiverse theory, and I like to, uh, <laughs> then we'll think that uh, the books and the TV show at this point are now two separate universes, two uh, parallel universes of mirrors of each other. So I feel bad that Sansa has to know that there's a universe right next to hers where she stays in the veil and she doesn't get married to Ramsay. <laughs> and another she's girl gets awesome dresses yeah. all the time. And she doesn't and she's get not yeah. cold. And she doesn't get raped. So yeah. and to That's be to be in a universe right next door to that yeah. sliding doors theory, bummer for Sansa. <laughs> uh, Sansa could have come out of this yeah. much better. Uh, and it was also God, it just really I think the first time that this show shook me, uh, in a way and then it just kept on shaking me to the point where I feel pretty numb to it uh, so hooray uh, my winner is winner. my winner is gonna be Ron yeah yeah <laughs> man god I love him uh, he got to go on a great vacation he was living a boring happy life with a boring happy wife and and he doesn't want that he but, wants bad pussy, wants bad pussy. <laughs> but dear, even with his wife he was having fun telling her stories about shit yeah he loves it I, I think this show could end with the Night King killing everybody and even like Bronn being a white and we just see yeah a smile come on that white's face oh and we know everything's going to be all right. coming God. yeah I mean this, I, I agree I, like this show could end with Braun like sitting on the wall whistling while everybody's dead <laughs> yeah. I'm um, off of it yeah. who's that that's Jamie fucking Lannister <laughs> love it um my my winner right now is um is Varys because he's so like um, what I'm really waiting for I don't think I saw it this season I'm waiting for it I hope it happens one time in Marines I'm waiting for him to take out a cloth and and, and, and wipe the brow look <laughs> at that big sweaty head <laughs> but, uh, but Christ like I just like I love he just you know he comes in and it's like hmm child and it's just like so fun it's always like he, he always shows up and you're just like yeah cool yes yeah. um so Var- Varys is my winner pretty much because Braun was taken already and I don't, but, but I also love I love like I really love uh how Varys just shows up and he's just immaculately dressed and it, like even when he was hiding in a box with Tyrion he was like <laughs> figuring it all out uh, and my loser I mean I don't know how you beat a girl being like a girl being like hey dad how can I help you oh, yeah. and he's like burn yourself to death or I guess not burn yourself to death but oh, oh here's, how, here's how you can help me you can burn. Um, although I do... I feel somewhat karmically responsible for Shireen's death. Because I was so mad about the fucking learning how to read plotline. <laughs> and I was like, one of them's gotta go. 
And uh, I was hoping it would have been Davos. <laughs> oh. No, Davos is good. Yeah. Kevin? Shereen was bad. Uh, can I echo losers? Yeah. Right, I, I echo Sansa, probably. Um, for all the reasons mentioned, and also just like for the whole candle line, or the candle uh, in the window thing. And then, like, the one time she can free herself by picking a lock with a corkscrew that she dropped for some reason, and to make it through the whole place, and then to light the candle, uh, and Bran's, like, uh, distracted at the last minute. Oh, a fly. Yeah. Uh, Just, uh, God. Um, And winner is Sam. Sam is the winner, uh, (laughs) to me. Uh, he He had to have sex, which he enjoyed. Um... And now he gets to go to a place and just read books like he's always wanted to be. He always wanted to be a maester. He finally gets to do that. Um, granted, everyone he's ever known or loved is dead. Um, but he doesn't know about John yet. He just knows that he's going to help the friend he only, only way he knows how by mm-hmm. being a maester and to be finally be an asset. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Mallory, uh, I did want to... You did jar one thought loose, and that was... How unnecessary the ending of that storyline with Sansa now makes most of what happened in that storyline with Sansa unnecessary. Mm. Uh, like, we didn't need to see how bad of a, a person Ramsay was. Uh, we didn't need to see her get raped. Um, we didn't need to see a lot of that if the end result wasn't going to be, and maybe it, maybe it still is, but wasn't going to be that... Theon does something to Ramsay, uh, or that Sansa does something to Ramsay. I think that those are the only two things, in my opinion, that would have justified showing so much torture to her. And then to not have it doesn't make any sense to me. So unless they get caught and she ends up having to stay there and then something happens, uh, it was just uh, kind of a waste I, to me. I disagree just a little bit because... Um First of all, I, I think um, what is her, what's her name? Sophie Turner is that the name? Yeah. Um, I thought she did a tremendous job this season as an actress. Um, I don't disagree with that. And uh, well, no, 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 no I, that wasn't the part I'm disagreeing. But I, I, you know, I um, I feel like this was like like this was the first season where like after all Sans has been through like. hearing her just like like when she said like I just like if I die I want it to happen while there's something left of me um I I I agree with you that like um that like certain things felt like too much but it was in Sansa's case I don't think it was too much I think it was other other cases of the rape and violence against women that was too much that just made the sands a thing like ugh when it kind of I, I will I will I won't say I, I won't say necessary for character development but but when it was kind of a a moment that was gigantic and awful you know yeah I guess it could have been just all the used. other ones belittled the magnitude of that moment I think yeah I guess it could have just been I used to that. um build up the case for her being like, you know what, yeah, let's just you know what, I'm gonna jump off a fucking wall yeah. uh, because the the alternative is that much worse, so I, can, I guess I can be persuaded to that a bit. Uh, Mallory winners and losers My loser is Jon Snow uh, All season he's had an uphill battle and nothing has been going his way and Every time he thinks he's taken a couple steps forward, he takes five steps back, and then he gets shivved in the end. Yeah, he did get to kill uh, Janice Slint. Yeah, that was forgot cool. about him. That was cool. Yeah, uh, but he still hesitated at the last moment, but he went through with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just been a real tough season for John. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he was elected to Lord Commander and. I think he wanted to do a lot of good things, and it was such a short amount of time. Yeah. If only he comes back. Mm. And your, I think uh, your winner? Um, I think my winner is Tyrion. 
because he is okay. He got out of King's Landing where he would have surely died. Mm -hmm. He got to hang out with Jorah and have a little buddy cop story for a little bit. He didn't get the grayscale. Uh, he influenced Danny in the short amount of time that he had with her. And now he gets to sit and roll a city. Which is fucking awesome, and it's exactly what he wants to do. And he got reconnected with Varys. Yeah. When Varys showed up, I was so happy. You've seen like, a yes. dragon twice now. Yeah. Hello, yeah. old friend. Well, the th- the cool thing about uh, Tyrion seeing a dragon is that he's seen dragon skulls in the basement of King's Land or the dungeons of King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were always like this thing that he knew about, and he's read about it so much, but to actually fucking see one, it's like us. Going to the Grand Canyon, yeah, and being like, "Holy shit!" And I, I knew that this was here, and I knew how awesome it was. But now seeing it, that's a big deal. That's a big yeah. hole. Yeah, yeah it's a big hole. Uh, well, then that will do it for for our season five wrap up of Game of Thrones. I think the consensus is that it was one of, if not the weaker season, weakest mm-hmm. season. Um, but it's still a Pretty great show. Yeah. Um, it's not like we're going to stop watching because this was a weak season. There was a lot yeah. of really, really, really good things happening, and they did a great job of uh, making me want to continue watching it uh, and looking very forward to everything that's going to come. Um, speaking of things to come, like I said, we've got the award show that's going to be happening. We're going to be doing a special episode on all the characters that we haven't seen in quite a long time, like Blackfish, like Gendry, um, and people that may or may not be dead. Uh, that were not in this season, such as The Hound. Um, and some other spin-off episodes. Uh, so there's a lot to come. Uh, it probably won't be... It, well, I know that it won't be every single week, but um, make sure you subscribe if you don't already, so that way you don't have to keep hunting for it. Uh, you can find them on iTunes and on MikeMarbeck.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.